Hi, this is Julie Kerr, writer and director of the romantic comedy Geek Loves Punk. And uh, in this episode, I'll be talking about a show, Westworld Season 2. Um, it's on HBO. Also, my uh, neighbor is a drummer, <laughs> which is awesome. So you might hear some drumming in the background uh, of this podcast, uh, which is pretty cool because now uh, my podcast has an authentic musical live background. <laughs> He's a really good drummer, so it's actually kind of pleasant to hear him drum. Uh, okay. So he drum he doesn't do the rock and roll drumming he does like um it sounds like african drumming it's pretty cool actually yeah um he, and he sings and okay Alrighty. so these are my, uh, these are my favorite things about Westworld season 2 and I call this uh, robots are bold I'll be using my blog uh, as a uh, as kind of a cheat sheet um, okay so Westworld season 2 you can check out my my first episode to kind of get the premise of Westworld uh, but Westworld's kind of humans versus robots basically so uh, yes okay so there's a park uh, the park they created robots uh, sort of like a theme park and humans can go to this theme park and interact with these robots and they recreate the old west um, you know like the wild wild west but it's it's not like Disneyland or Disney World <laughs> um, in the sense that it's, 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 it's a park more meant for <laughs> a more sadistic type um, customer so to speak so you can uh, you can, like, you know, kill the robots, and you can shoot the robots, but also you can, um, uh, you know, some of the robots are, like, sex workers, so you can, you know, partake with the robots in that kind of way. Yeah, and then, and then, it, and then the fantasies get a little dark, like, because um, some of the robots have to endure uh, being tortured or uh, trigger warning or raped, that kind of thing. So this, the show gets a little dark, right, um, the premise, the setup, However, um, well, I, you, me, I, we want the robots to win. <laughs> the robots represent, um, you know, people who are oppressed, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Like, th th that's what they represent. So, so, so you def I definitely want the robots to win. So season two, it's humans versus robots. The robots are fighting back, and it's pretty exciting. Okay. So now I'm going to talk about uh, three of my favorite things about season two of uh, Westworld season two. Okay, so my my favorite thing about uh, Westworld season two is a character named Teddy. He's one of the robots, and Teddy is a man, and he he's a man robot. <laughs> he's played by James Marsters, I, I believe is his name, Marsden or Marsters. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, he, he he plays him really well, really well. So the thing about Teddy, Teddy is this masculine dude. He's a cowboy. Uh, you know, he's he's good with his gun, that kind of thing. Um, but he he the the part where the bad guy is a guy named William. William represents like evil and toxic masculinity, um, but Teddy represents positive masculinity. And William, where he tortures. Um, he basically fell in love with Dolores, a, a robot, Dolores played by Evan Rachel Wood, who, who's beautiful and sweet and optimistic. And so he, um, uh, oh, William, uh, right, William fell in love with Dolores and then for like, and then she kind of broke his heart, but she's a robot. 
it's not her fault. So she broke his heart, and now he he's like he spent like thirty years being angry at her um, for not loving him back. But he's so mean. Uh, okay, uh, but Teddy represents positive masculinity. Okay, so um, so what I liked about Teddy was Teddy was a very supportive boyfriend to Dolores, and Dolores is. Um, leading this robot revolution against the humans um and like uh so teddy uh helps dolores as they like shoot humans that kind of thing um and then let's see i it kind of sucks dolores is kind of mean in season two and and she's almost unrecognizable from season one and i didn't realize that's what the setup was going to be I thought the setup was that Dolores was secretly one of the most powerful robots in the park as far as season one, and she was going to use that power to liberate the robots. But the route they went in season two was that they, she, I, I don't know, they just made her kind of mean in general, and I was just kind of surprised they went that route, especially because they have such a good, such a good actor on their hands with, with Evan. It's like she can... She can play all the emotions, so I was just like, um, but that's okay. I do want to say is Westworld's a very ambitious, ambitious, ooh, hard word to say, but ambitious show to write. So I do appreciate how much the the writers are trying to do because it, it's hard. And I'm a micro-budget filmmaker, so if I had to sit down and write a write an episode of Westworld, I wouldn't even know where to start. <laughs> okay. But so, so, so Dolores is kind of mean. She's like shooting people uh, or the way they, I wanted Dolores, I'll get to this later. I wanted her to, to lead a revolution. I just didn't want her to kind of, she's just kind of shooting people willy nilly and she's like enjoying it or something. It's just, I just didn't see that coming exactly, but okay. And that's okay. But, and, and the actor plays it well. Evan plays it very well. Okay. So, so Dolores is killing people willy nilly, and then um, Teddy is the supportive boyfriend. So she, he's uh, supporting her and, and like basically helping her do everything she wants to do. Okay, so um, they fall. Oh, right. So they are they're at this fort and they fight some humans, like the security team, and um, and. Um, Sorry, I think I'll have to close my window so I can focus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for your patience, uh, listener. Okay, there we go. That's a little bit better, but okay. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, One second. Okay, that's better. I switched rooms. Um, all I could hear was my neighbor's drumming, and like I was starting to just listening, listen to the drumming. <laughs> so I just switched rooms so I could just kind of uh, not get distracted by the awesome drumming. Okay, so um, uh, yes, yeah, so I was talking about Dolores. Oh yeah, so so Dolores is at like this fort, and basically a bunch of robots are fighting um like the security the humans and um there's a couple of like sort of innocent people uh that sort of get like caught in the crossfire so Dolores tells Teddy 
to, hey, um, go kill these people. And Teddy's always been established as like a kind, compassionate person. So, so, um, so Teddy, like, kill, so, oh, no, 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 Teddy takes the people to a different section of the fort, and he tells them, hey, do you guys promise you're going to be good? And the people say, yeah, we promise, we promise. So Teddy lets them go, because that's who Teddy is. And then Dolores sees it, and she doesn't approve, because season two, Dolores is mean. So, um, so later that episode, um uh they go into like town or something and Dolores walks him to a bedroom and then he initiates they are intimate they have sex um and and they're in love they're you know they've been in love for like 30 years i i, I think Dolores loves him <laughs> but when they when they were after they when they were having sex I was like I don't trust this I don't trust Dolores cuz this is season 2 Dolores and season two, Dolores is kind of mean. So they have sex, and then after they snuggle and have sex, uh, they cut to, um, like, they like I don't know. So Dolores takes Teddy to a barn, and she says, you know, if we're going to win this revolution, I need you to be, like, mean, really mean, that kind of thing. And then Teddy, uh, he's... He's like, what? And then and then they have um basically all the robots have these like consoles type of thing where you can adjust like how mean or kind or whatever they are. So Dolores has like a human tech guy change Teddy to make him more mean and to take away his empathy and compassion. Um and uh yeah, it's really sad actually. It's really yeah anyway so 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 after that um it's kind of interesting so after that they're like they're the robots are hanging out with some people or whatever and like they're threatening some humans and then teddy goes over to a human and he just shoots the human and then dolores looks shocked and i was like but dolores you did it you made a mean <laughs> You're the one who did, you wanted him mean, now he's mean. So I didn't understand why she was shocked. So anyway, so Teddy's mean now. And um, so, yeah, Teddy and Dolores are mean. And uh, yeah, that's a thing. And then, um, right. Anyway, so they go throughout the journey. And then at the end of the season, um, Teddy's like, it's interesting because Teddy's angry at Dolores for making him mean against his will, by the way, right? Teddy didn't consent to having his his personality changed by the console. So, but Teddy does say to Dolores, so so every robot has a cornerstone. Basically, a cornerstone is when when they when the programmers created the robots and they create their personalities, um, they kind of either give them like. A tragic, a tragic story, or they give them like, um, they give them some sort of storyline to help them. It helps them become more real as far as the robots go. And what I like about the story is like, as it turns out, they hadn't written a cornerstone story for Teddy. 
like Teddy wrote his own cornerstone story, and I really like this. And so Teddy's cornerstone cornerstone story is that um, uh, so so we're in the he he's telling this story to Dolores. Um, we're in the robot lab, and Teddy's sitting on a table, and um, you know the programmers tell him, "Okay, wake up, t- Teddy," and and Teddy wakes up like he this it's basically his birth as a robot but he's like a grown man and he looks across the way and he sees Dolores um a a fellow robot and she's like you can turn on a robot or turn off a robot and so she's actually not quote-unquote on so she's kind of just standing there and also uh because it's Westworld and there's weird robot nudity in it, which is what I call it. He sees uh, Dolores and she's naked, and he he doesn't sexualize her. He just sees her and he says he thinks to himself. He says like I just remember thinking you must be cold. It's it's really sweet, and basically his cornerstone story is seeing Dolores for the first time, and which means that his love for Dolores is authentic. They didn't write it for him. It's not in his programming. It's 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 something he came up with himself, which further proves that the robots have a consciousness that that they're actual humans, and I mean the robots, <laughs> as far as you know. But basically, they're they're sentient, right? They're they're equal to to humans. So I love that. But then but then uh, Teddy says. What's the point of being, you know, what's the point of us getting freedom if we're just like them? Uh, Because the robots, all they know of is mean humans, like bad humans, because the park was created for a sadistic client. It wasn't, it's not like Disneyland. It wasn't created for nice people. It's kind of, it's trying to attract a certain kind of client. So, um so yeah, so Teddy says, what's the point of us being free if we end up just like them? Mean, you know. So then Teddy uh, takes out a gun and he shoots himself. And it's really sad. And Dolores, this is the first time we, we get to see like a nice version of Dolores about twice in this season, season two. Uh, once when she sees her father and it, it was really good to see like nice Dolores again. And... um. But and then and then this time when Dolores when when Teddy kills himself, Dolores runs over and and just holds him and hugs him and she's crying and it's like it just uh, yeah I mean I don't know it's pretty heartbreaking for for sure Um, yeah so um, but I like Teddy I really 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 like Teddy. So that's um so he's cool. All right. So uh, the second thing I liked about Westworld season two was Maeve. Um, she's still one of my favorite characters on the show. Um, I like the journey that she went on in the show. So her goal was more altruistic. Like basically, she's in the park and she needs to. Um, she just wants to save her robot daughter who's like eight or 10. She's like young. So her whole journey is going through the park, trying to find her daughter to save her. And she ends up saving her and sending her to robot heaven. It's hard to explain, but 
there's this like virtual world where the robots their brains can go and they're like it's hard to explain but it's sort of like sims or whatever but there's this place they can go where they're happy and they won't be tortured by humans uh and it's like a digital heaven so so to speak anyway so he she ends up saving her daughter which is really good um so her her whole journey is really great and you and you do root for her uh the <laughs> the second okay the third thing i liked about westworld season two okay so charlotte hale is this human and she's an executive and she's played by tessa thompson and she she kind of plays a stereotype she's like this slimy corporate person right I just want to say not our corporate people are bad, <laughs> but she plays like a slimy corporate person who only cares. She like, she only cares about recovering intellectual property. Like she, she really just doesn't see the robots as people. She sees them as like property really. Okay. And, um, yeah. And I don't know if I said this already. Charlotte Hill is played by Tessa Thompson very, and Tessa does a great job playing, playing Charlotte. All right. So there's this part where, um, the robots have like broken through to the human part of the Westworld park and essentially Charlotte, Charlotte is up against the corner. Um, and Charlotte is like surrounded by angry robots. <laughs> okay. And so, uh, Charlotte decides to use her confidence and select and like corporate experience to negotiate with the robots. And the scene's pretty hilarious and brilliant. Like the, the balls that Charlotte has trying to negotiate with this robot, because Charlotte's just a human. She doesn't have a gun. She she doesn't have any robot superpowers. All she has is her intellect. So, so you know, and Dolores is angry and mean in season two. All right. So Charlotte goes like this. Charlotte, um, this is what Charlotte says. She says, <laughs> and she says it, um, I don't know. Okay. She kind of says it like this. She goes, she looks a little terrified, but she goes for it. She's like, Dolores, what you and your friends have achieved here is a technological breakthrough, a miracle. The company, the world will want to celebrate that. I want to celebrate that. <laughs> and it's it's like Charlotte's about to offer this rogue, angry, violent robot like stock options and give her a promotion and maybe give her a raise. I don't know. It's It was really funny. And and then um, Dolores doesn't buy it for a second. Like like Dolores is like nice try. Okay, so it was really funny. Um, okay, so that was that's one of my favorite scenes, and the way the two actors play off each other is so funny. Because oh, uh, Dolores looks at uh, Charlotte like she's batshit crazy out of her mind. She's kind of like, "What did you just say to me? Do you know who you're even talking to? Like it's just funny." Okay, it's such a funny scene. Okay, uh, the fourth thing I, I liked about uh, Westworld season two, uh, Lee. There's a character named Lee Sizemore, um, and he goes from being a self-serving writer to a heroic human who fights for the robots. All right, and I'm gonna read it from my blog on this one. Okay, I really love Lee Sizemore's journey. Uh, he's a writer for the park who writes storylines for the robots. Season two is robots versus humans, and Lee gets stuck in the crossfire a bit. Lee ends up running into Maeve. Maeve makes Lee help her. Lee, on their journey to saving Maeve's daughter, realizes that Maeve is a robot who has an authentic existence outside of her programming. Lee comes to respect Maeve. Lee was a writer, always writing brave storylines, but too afraid to live a brave uh, existence. Uh, Lee's journey in helping Maeve ends with him giving his life 
while saying a monologue on courage that he'd written for the rob- robots. Um, yeah, so Lee ends up Lee and so Lee writes these brave monologues for these sexy brave robots back when they were in their loops and hadn't gained consciousness. And so Lee is kind of like this slimy writer who's never I'm a writer. I don't mind making fun of writers cuz I'm a writer. But anyway, <laughs> so Lee like writes this, these brave sexy robots like Hector, Maeve's boyfriend's name is Hector. He's very sexy like Really, I don't know. He has this masculine, sexy presence, and um, and Lee is kind of like this writer. So Lee writes this storyline for um for Hector, where Hector and Hector gives this brave speech, and Lee's never actually been brave himself. So what's nice? What's a nice setup is at the end, he he tells the robots he, they get caught by like some security people with guns, and Lee tells the robots run, run. And while the robots are running away, Lee takes a gun and starts shooting at the security. And while he's shooting, he starts saying this really brave monologue that he had originally uh, written for Hector. It's a really nice moment because it's like Lee's finally being brave and he's being brave for the right reasons. He's being brave to protect the robots because he now understands that they are um an authentic like people you know it's it's a pretty good scene and lee's lee's journey is really great because at first like when he's helping Maeve, he doesn't quite get it yet that Maeve is like you know has her own identity you know as a robot she's 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 writing her own programming okay all right so my main wish so here's the deal i think my wish that the showrunner runners would have made yeah, I wish that the showrunners would have made different decisions with Dolores in season two. And I think that I think that was part of a letdown on season two. Like, I appreciate how ambitious the show is. I just wish like Evan Rachel Wood is so delightful and likable. And I've seen her in concert in San Francisco three times. She's just she's charming. So I just kind of and I, I get she's really good at dramatic acting. And I definitely wanted Evan to, or Dolores, to lead a revolution. I definitely wanted to see her kick ass, if you will. I wanted to see some kick ass. <laughs> I wanted to see all that. I just didn't like the idea. They made her, like, so sadistic. I just didn't see that coming. That's not something, I don't know. The fact that she was enjoying it so much, like, it just didn't read well and it's like if she was like reluctantly you know if she's leading a revolution because she has to and she does have to because the 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 humans are just trying to kill and control the robots so so when if Dolores is fighting the, the humans it's and the security team that's trying to basically enslave her again um her fighting back is very awesome it's something i can root for but they just made her kind of sadistic and weird I, I don't know some of the choices they made were kind of um interesting i guess yeah it, it's all good so um but this is what i wrote uh i'm gonna i'm gonna take notes from my blog um i love Avon, i love evan rachel wood as an actor um yeah, they made Dolores mean in season two, and they didn't give her a lot of alliances. She seemed a little self-serving. Um, yeah. Oh, I wanted Dolores to, to fight for her robot people. I wanted her to team up with Maeve 
and they fight the humans together. Um, yeah, I definitely wanted to see Dolores kick ass for sure. I just wanted her to do it in a way that made me still want to root for her. But I'm always rooting for Evan, the actor, because I'm a fan and she's delightful. Um, I don't quite understand why they had Dolores be so mean to Teddy. Um, yeah... Yeah, and I felt the writing was a little bit of a disservice to Evan and her acting ability. Um, Evan has more acting capability than just being intense. (laughs) I just think she has a lot more to her. Um, Yeah. Yeah, and I just want to say, hey, I'm just like a random nerd on the internet. But I I wish they'd done a a little more with, with Dolores, but that's okay. Um. So, if you like robots, really ambitious writing, excellent actors, and a show that's visually gorgeous to watch, Westworld Season 2 is definitely worth the watch. Okay. Excuse me. And I'm going to go ahead. Since Lee Sizemore was courageous, Maeve was courageous, um, Teddy was courageous, um, uh, I'm going to go ahead and give you two quotes about courage. This is from Vincent Van Gogh. Uh, what would life be if we had no courage to attempt anything? Vincent Van Gogh. That's, um, quote number one. Quote number two is me. I'm going to quote myself for fun. (laughs) Okay. Courage is one step at a time towards a better day. Courage is one day at a time doing what you can. Courage is believing that things will work out. Courage is believing you have everything in you to have the life you want. Be courageous. Julie Creer. Okay, so yeah, um, uh, I, I do recommend season two. It's definitely worth watching because it looks amazing. I think they shoot on film. It's gorgeous. The acting's fantastic. Um, there's just, there's, it's, it's, on, it's on HBO, and um, if you like science fiction, it's, it's a good watch for sure. Um, yeah, so I, rec- I recommend Westworld season two. Uh, keep listening. I'm going to rob- uh, <laughs> plug my robot in. I don't own a robot. Okay, I am going to plug my website. All right, thanks so much. Love y'all. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Uh, Yes, I am Julie Kerr, writer and director of the romantic comedy Geek Loves Punk. And here's my call to action. Uh, If you could mosey on over to my website, www.juliekerrstudios.com. That's where you can check out the romantic comedy that I did uh, make called Geek Loves Punk. Um, It's available at my website. You can also see tons of uh, free content, blogs, YouTube videos, uh, quote cards, and also... Uh, uh, my biggest call to action is if you could join my email list. If you join my email list, you immediately get access to a PDF worksheet that I designed and, and you get access to a video that, hel- that explains how to use the worksheet. So uh, what I did was I created a worksheet that helps you cultivate more love, joy, and kindness into your life every day. So um, I grew up in an abusive home as a child. And as an adult, I'm doing quite well. Uh, I studied personal development my whole life. Also watching tons of movies and reading tons of comics as a kid, that helped too. 
<laughs> but um, as as an adult, I I've uh, studied personal development, and so what I've done is I've put down five daily habits that I do every day that just help me feel really good and awesome and amazing, and that puts me in a place where I can go and follow my dreams. So I created this easy PDF that um, you can download and use yourself and follow the five daily habits that I do every day that help you. Um, that help you feel good every day. Um, so yeah, if you could go join my email list, that would be super amazing. All right. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you're having the best day ever and hang in there. Things are, things are weird right now with the coronavirus, but I truly believe in my heart of hearts that everything's going to be okay. So just have faith that everything's going to be okay. Thank you so much. I'm Julie Kerr, writer and director of the romantic comedy Geek Loves Punk, and God bless.